If you're easily disturbed or squeamish in any way, shape, or form, this is not the episode for you. Let's start the show. everybody hi i'm your host uncle doug and welcome to the obscenities podcast yeah this week it's episode 13 and a story i got a story to tell another one surprise right i know yeah so this story is about a certain situation that i had when i used to work security and just to remind you Full disclaimer, again, if you are in any way, shape, or form easily disgusted or squeamish, this may be the episode that you want to skip, because there's some rough stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But before that, I'm going to play a quick clip for you, and uh, I'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be lit. Trust me. It really is. I promise. Like, I'm blessed, I know what I want, mm-hmm. and don't, can't nobody tell me what I want or if I'm happy or not. So that's just kind of how, how I approach, that's how I approach everything, that's how I approach this album. Do what you love, make what you, you want to make. People are going to say, people say shit about you all the time, so I, mean, I saw last night on Twitter, somebody was like, I don't know, you was, having, you was saying something, it was something about some shit. And you, yeah. you're just so, in, you're comfortable in your skin. You got to be comfortable in your skin. That's why I think it's funny, because I know, you know, it's like, even being here, I'm sure some, you know, rappers, people, whoever might be like, oh, shit, I'm going to Breakfast Club. Like, oh, I hope everything's okay. I don't give a fuck. Bring it on. I'm me. There you when, go. When, you, when you live your truth, nobody can use your truth against you. There you go. And that's all it boils down to. That's so real. You got to be comfortable, confident with who you are. And, Even if things yeah. don't work, you got you got, you, you got to be afraid to try things. I, mean, I think Yoda said the difference between the master and the Padawan is the master has failed more times than the Padawan has ever tried. Absolutely. 100%. Now, do you feel like other artists have embraced you, especially after putting out your debut album when you did and yeah. it doing the numbers that it did? Do you feel like now it's a lot easier? Like, okay, look, I done, you know, showed you guys. You know, you want to know what's really funny? Uh, it's funny how um, when you when you make a little money, everybody wants to give you something for free, right? <laughs> so, so, and what I mean by that is I cared so much about what people thought about me when I made my first album. Mm-hmm. You know, I cared so much about getting my story out there and being an advocate for this culture and, and where we come from, you know, and showing showing love and respect to the pioneers, my predecessors, and I have their respect. And that's amazing, because I think, like Charlamagne always say, real recognize real, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a good person, like, I, I love this, you know, I respect this. And for me, it's much bigger than hip hop, mind you. Like, that's cool, whatever, but I'm, I don't give a damn about this little bubble. I love music as a whole, hip hop included, you know, and, and, and what it has done for that. But to answer your question, what I'm saying is like, like when I did that whole, I wasn't, I, I don't, I don't, I believe, I believe a lot of people really loved the album, they love, you know, my music and what I represent and this and that, whatever the case may be. But I think I cared so much and I, I, and I wanted to be respected by everybody that I kind of lost sight. Like, look, man, f- everybody, like, just do it because you love it. And that's what this whole album is about. This album is about. So even though it's really tight that, you know, I can have an interview with Ali Shaheed Muhammad and he like gives me props, you know, and, and, and it loves the fact that I took from Tribe Called Quest uh, uh, Midnight Marauders with the whole Thalia computer program thing and praised me for it. I'm like, wow, thank you so much. Or sitting down with the RZA and having dinner and him hitting me up and being like, whoa, you're the reason I got into this. You want mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, when I think about those things. Mm-hmm. And Big Daddy Kane. And Big Daddy Kane, bro. Like, and, and the fact that I'm just myself. And when you don't give a damn, you don't give a shit, and all you care about is the message and just, and just the positivity, like how could negativity ever bring you down? 
Hey everybody, welcome back. And that was Logic speaking on um, The Breakfast Club. And I really wanted to link this clip because I like Logic's message of peace, love, and positivity. And I think that in today's day and age, we need that. We need a lot of it. We need to be more positive people. We need to love more. And we need to embrace and understand that one day we could actually achieve peace in the world. So please go check out the full interview. It's really insightful. Logic is a pretty, pretty super dude. So yeah, check that out. I'll link it in the description. And also, let me apologize for my voice because allergies are killing me right now. Since I've been living in the North, every spring, like clockwork, allergies are horrendous. I never had allergies before in my life, but ever since I moved here, it's like I'm dying. So my apologies. Hopefully it's not too bad. I got some tea that I'm sipping on. So we're going to power through. We're going to make it through. And that's all that matters. <clears throat> wow. Well, let's talk about work. <laughs> More specifically, my security job. Oh, boy. About seven years ago, when I was living in Florida, I did a security job where I was working at a condominium in downtown West Palm Beach. And I had to secure this building, you know, walk, patrol, all of that stuff. And I would experience various types of situations and end up in ridiculous shenanigans, just all kinds of stuff. I hated the job. I, I Oh, I hated the job. It was an overnight job. It paid $11 an hour. Oh, I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated it even more this night because, okay, so before I got to work, I went to this Spanish restaurant, went on a date and had some food. Homegirl really recommended it. So I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. Did that thing, then went to work. Now, before I went in, the signs pointed that, you know what? Honestly, you don't need to be here. You don't need to go to this restaurant. But she recommended it. And uh, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be that kind of dude where it's like, no, I'm not going to your restaurant. Uh, no, I'm, I'm open-minded. I'm willing to try anything. So almost anything. Actually, anything. I'm, I'm very easygoing. <laughs> so she... Brought me there, had the food, we chit-chatted, had a good time, left, went to work. Now, I'm at work, it's about 2 o'clock in the morning, everybody's left by this time, like all the staff has left, and residents are either at home sleeping or on their way home, you know, to get indoors or whatever. So I'm doing my patrol, and all of a sudden I feel this rumble. Like in my stomach, I feel this ridiculous rumble, like like somebody like pinched me, punched me, and poked me all at the same time. So I'm like, yo, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. I need to go release, you know what I mean? So they had two bathrooms on property. 
the bathroom in the club room, and the bathroom in the gym. Now, they said, the property said that security staff can't use the club room bathroom. They have to use the bathroom in the gym. Now, I should have went to the bathroom in the gym, but I was like, no, I'm going to go to the club room. It's cleaner. It's nicer. It's, I don't have to like, you know, you know, when you turn that, that you never go to those bathrooms where you turn the dial and then the dial starts like counting down like 30 sec 30 minutes or whatever. And you're in there for like a good time and the light turns off on you. That's some creepy shit. You know what I mean? And I didn't want to experience that again, like it had before. I think the timer in the, in the gym was like 10 minutes, 10 minutes isn't enough to do your business, you know what I mean? But whatever. In the club room, it was a, a flip. They had like hand lotion and there was various accoutrements. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to the club room. First mistake I make at the night. Actually, second mistake. My first mistake that I make for the night was to go to this restaurant. I never should have got a restaurant. I should have put on my foot and say, yo, babes, honestly, me really no want to go here because that no look right. That no look right. Theme hand no clean. Me no want to do this. But I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, let me not seem like that guy. Second mistake me make for the night was go to the club room. That was where my calamity began. And my downfall ensued. So, bathroom. Got derobed. <laughs> sat down did my thing on my phone watching videos just just experiencing life in all its splendor releasing and mind you i didn't go to the stall bathrooms i went to the big bathroom because they had like you know how they always have like a handicap um bathroom or a handicap stall now in the club room they had a handicap stall but it was like grand it was it was huge. It was like a one-bedroom apartment. It was ridiculous. So I went in there. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. So I went in there, and I'm doing my thing on my phone, watching videos, enjoying life. I got no worries. You know what I mean? I, I wiped. I... Got up, put my pants on, I washed my hands, and then I went to go flush the toilet. I'm weird like that. Because I feel like if you flush the toilet, and I know it's not connected, but I feel like if you flush the toilet, then wash your hands, you're washing your hands with the flush toilet water. Which, I know it's not like that. Plumbing isn't set up like that. But I'm weird. So, yeah. Yeah. So I flush the toilet and I see everything starting to go down and then everything started to come back up. I'm freaking out, right? Everybody freaks out when this happens. I'm, I'm literally freaking out because one, I'm not supposed to be in there. Two, if I clog the toilet, this is a big deal. Like I, I'm gonna lose my job. <laughs> so, I'm l I am freaking 
out in the worst way. Cause I'm like, no, please, no, 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 go down, 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 go down. And it's slowly rising, slowly building, slowly coming up, and it comes all the way up to the top and then stops. And I'm like, WTF, are you serious? Is this really happening to me right now? Is this, is, is this what's going on? So now I'm looking and I can't find the plunger, right? I can't find the plunger anywhere. So I'm, I'm like, Where, what do I do? What do, do I have to go get a bucket and like bail everything out? <laughs> They have to like bail it out and then like go throw it somewhere in the trash or something. So I'm just, I'm so perplexed and I'm looking at it like, how did this even happen? Why is this happening? Why is this happening to me? And then I hear a gurgle. So I'm like, what the hell was that? It sound, I can't, I can't properly describe the sound, but it sounded something close to the effects of so I'm like, whoa, what is that? And then a single bubble came up from the bottom and just, and I was like, that's, that's somewhat of an ominous sign. I felt it. So I like, looked at it and I'm like wondering what the hell happened and then <sighs> then there was a second gurgle and a shake the entire toilet started shaking and the contents basically exploded it exploded and it flew stuff everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Everything came out of the toilet. It hit the wall. It hit the glass. It hit the door. It hit me. I screamed so loud. <laughs> I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I was, I was covered. Oh, the walls were covered. It was, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. And I, I just stood there because my first thought was, God, why? 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 Because I'm like, is this karma? Is this karma coming back for me? Is this karma because, like, I didn't speak up? for myself at first. I didn't then choose to go to 
the gym bathroom instead of the club room bathroom, the clubhouse bathroom, whatever it's called. Is this just karma? And I stood there <clears throat> for about 10 minutes reflecting on life. Like I reflected on everything in my life. All the decisions that I've made up to this point, all the people that I've met, my family, my friends, everybody. And after doing this, after reflecting, I thought to myself, Winston, do you want this job or do you want to go home? I had a moment and I thought, you know what? I got to pay some bills. So I'm going to keep the job. So I took my clothes off. All my clothes, everything, everything. I took everything off. I hung it up in the bathroom. Um, I took my keys because I had the keys for everything. And I walked around boxers only boxers, socks and my boots. Actually, I had a T-shirt under it. The T-shirt wasn't all that soaked. So T-shirt, boxers, socks and boots. I walked around that property and I went to every utility closet that I could find and I got cleaning supplies. So I went back to the bathroom, to the scene of the crime, and I started cleaning. Now, at this time, I need to tell you, if you've never worked a security job before, they normally have a thing that you have to like scan or like check in or like hit a tag or something like that. For me or for our job, it was a scanner. It was a phone that was a scanner that you'd use to like scan a barcode. And this barcode, after two hours, because every patrol was two hours. It was two hour intervals. And after a two hour interval, you would send the report. And then the, um, uh, what's it called? I forgot what he was called. The, let's just say supervisor at the time. He would be out there driving around, you know, checking on various properties. And if he got a report that said, you know, if he got like after two hours incomplete report or whatever, 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 then he would be like, he would call the site and ask the guard like, hey, what's going on? Um, I missed a report from you. It says that you didn't do it. Like, is everything okay? So I got that call about 20 minutes into my cleaning because it took me, it took me about an hour and a half to clean everything up. So about 20 minutes in, I got the call and I'm like, yo, the scanner ain't working, man. I'm over here, a scanner just, like I'm, I'm sending a report and it's sending like an error message. That was all bullshit. It wasn't doing that. I've never even seen that. He probably never even saw that, but he bought it. So I went with it and I kept at it. I cleaned, I cleaned so much. I put, um, I put so, Oh my God, the bathroom was spotless after I left. There was, I never fixed the toilet, by the way. I'm gonna just say that. I don't know what the hell happened there. Cause I went and I got uh, a bucket and I got some water and I poured it down the uh, 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 the bowl. And 
so that, you know, the water level rose up because there's no water in the toilet at all. So I poured it down so the water level rose up to make, to give the illusion that, you know, everything is okay. And yeah, so I cleaned everything. I cleaned everything off the walls. I put my clothes under the sink and like got everything off of that and like hung it up under there was there was some lamps that were in the club room and they were like hot they weren't heat lamps but apparently they installed these lamps that were like super bright and really hot so i hung my clothes under there after i got done cleaning them in the bathroom and uh yeah i just sat in the club room from two o'clock after i got done cleaning from yeah, until like six to like six o'clock. I just sat in the club room and I put the clothes on because the gym opens up at six thirty. So I went to go open the gym and then came back to the club room and just sat there reflecting, just reflecting. And at seven o'clock, my relief came. I was like, yo, I can't talk because Normally, I would, like, chill out for, like, a half an hour, talk to him, like, yo, this is what happened, this is what happened, this is what happened, how you doing, how your mom's, all of that. But this time, I was like, yo, here you go, I'm out. He's like, everything, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm leaving. It's like, are you, I'm leaving. I am leaving. Oh, okay, all right, all right. <clears throat> I drove home, radio off window down just just trying to get by get through this tumultuous situation that happened to me got home it was a uniform that i got from the security company so i couldn't burn it so i put it in a bucket with bleach and it ruined it but at least it was clean. I gave it back to them and said, hey, so this one went bad. So can I get a new pair? They're like, okay. I took a shower and I just laid in bed all day. I was, I was distraught. I was living with my folks at the time. My mom came in my room and she was like, yo, you okay? I'm like, mom, honestly, right now, it's not a good time for me. I can't, I, I just can't. I'm, I'm good, but I'm, I'm trying to cope. I'm trying to get over the situation, but I'm okay. I'm okay. <clears throat> I just stayed in my room all day. <laughs> oh, oh, the experiences I've had. It was, it honestly, if, if I gotta, if I gotta be honest with you, that moment taught me so much because for one, it made me into more of a, um, I want to say assertive person. I now, when I feel like uncomfortable, or I feel like I don't need to like do something or I don't want to do something. I'll feel more inclined now to speak up and say, it. otherwise, um, if I do something that is, I guess, doesn't jive well with me, it's normally because I'm doing it for someone and, uh, I'm like, I'll just bite the bullet and just do it. But but now I definitely speak up. So that's one thing. Second thing, I 
adhere to rules a little bit more now. <laughs> I'm not really the rule breaker that I used to be since then. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, that happened. And I just gotta say, like, honestly, in life, there are multiple lessons that we can learn. There are multiple scenarios and situations that we are put through on a regular basis. And it's up to us to then take those experiences, good or bad, and put a positive spin on it. <clears throat> I've gone through a lot in my 29 years of life. And I got to be honest, every single day for me is a learning process. Every single day is a new opportunity for me to learn something. You know what I mean? And... I feel way more positive and grounded now in life. Like right now at this very moment, I feel like, I don't want to say wavy. <laughs> I don't want to seem like a millennial and say wavy, but I just feel very clairvoyant, if that makes sense, about my next step, about the next journey, about the next hurdle that I have to take on in life. I feel better. I feel good. I feel happy. So I just want to say this. You may be going through a situation right now where your quote-unquote toilet exploded in your face. There's quite possibly shit on your walls, shit on your clothes, and shit on your face, you know? But if you hang in there, if you have the grit and determination needed to make it through, you can clean up the mess. So just hang in there, because it, it, it definitely gets better in life. Every single day, it gets better in life. You just got to want it to be better. And that's all I got to say. And that's it, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for checking out the episode. I hope that you were entertained. I hope that you liked it. And I hope you weren't too grossed out by what I was saying. Please uh, share this with all your friends and all your family. Share it with everybody. If anybody is wondering, just, you know, let them know. I'm a nice person and I like cheese and other things. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about myself. If you want to follow the show, you can do so on... Uh, where can you follow the show again? Oh, yeah. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under the name Oxenities. And if you want to follow me, Uncle Doug, you can do so on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. Warnings about my Twitter. There's a lot of wild stuff that goes on there. And it is not censored at all. So be forewarned. 
If you like the show and you want to support what I do, please do so on my Patreon page. It's under the name Oxenities, and any help that you give would be greatly appreciated. I'm poor, and I'm trying to build this up into an empire, so just a dollar a day. Just a dollar a day could feed a hungry child. But a dollar a month could seriously help out this guy. So yeah, choices, choices. Anyway, have a good week, be blessed, and take care of yourselves and each other. Bye guys.